0: Looking for a taste of the islands? Look no further than No Foods. That's NOH Foods of Hawaii. No Foods was developed to reflect the many international cultures and races of the islands. Hawaiian, Japanese, Chinese, Korean, Portuguese, Filipino, and more. Known for the wide variety of delicious seasoning and sauces. The products of No Foods can make anyone a master chef in their own kitchen, easy to prepare and delicious in flavor, are the hallmarks of No Foods. Again, that's N O H of Hawaii. Dishes like Chinese beef broccoli, Korean barbecue, Filipino adobo, Hawaiian kalua pork, and many, many more. Don't forget about the. Refreshing and very popular Hawaiian iced tea. Sweetened with raw cane sugar and just the right touch of lemon. You can find NOH Foods online at Amazon.com and NOHFoods.com. Also, in many stores and supermarkets. As we say in the islands, say yes to no. Aloha. Welcome back to the No Name Football Podcast I'm here with one of my, one of only one today. One today. The other one, another one is down again. We're a podcaster <laughs> down, uh, podcaster down on the field. We don't need a cart. We don't. We don't need anything like that. Uh, I'm here with 12 year NFL veteran, assistant O line coach at Lake Forest High School, Cheney Wolves. Cheney Wolves, man, tough, tough football out there. Uh, and then uh, my my partner. James, Big Cat Williams, our other partner, J Mac Cat. He's down today, but that's okay. He'll be back. Yeah.
1: Yeah, see now I understand why Twitter's getting on me about not introducing <laughs> us the right way. I, I've got to sit down and write up a script. <laughs> Next uh-huh.
0: introduction will be done with a script, and it's, it's going to be like um, go to the guy's hometown and start interviewing people. Right. You know anything about right. you know anything about J. mac You know anything about Big Cat? <laughs> Give me a short story. <laughs> yeah, just, uh, tell me what was he like in Little League? What right. what, what Little League right. team did he play for? Catman, um. What a weekend of football. Oh, yeah. What a weekend of NFL football. At one point, I was on my couch Saturday. I watched college football. I watched NFL football, and the games were amazing. I watched UFC, and I ended my night with boxing. I collected no less than 10 and a half hours of sofa time. Oh, sofa time. No, <laughs> no less. Hey, uh, uh, my dog kept looking at me like, There's got to be a walk in here somewhere, bro. Hey, you
1: can't just throw the ball from the sofa and expect me
0: to be okay. (laughs) I remember I woke up from one of those involuntary naps that happened. You know, like, I didn't even know I fell asleep. I opened my eyes and he was staring at me. Like, bro, like, (laughs) hey, are you ever getting, hey, there's not very many days like this. And I'd be like, my dog's name is Duke. I'm like, Duke, it's. Ten degrees outside, man. Like, don't give it. Yeah, that. no, no. He wants to get out. He, he, he. I'll be honest. He got me out. He got. Me, I got off my couch a couple of times. I had to take him for a walk. So, uh, but, yeah, man, the Vikings coming back and beating the Colts, unbelievable, unbelievable. 33-0 at half, right? Uh, the Jeff Saturday experiment. Even though I'm, I'm cheering for him, man. He's a former player. Like, like it's good to see the Lions doing good yes. with all their former players. Obviously, uh, Dan Campbell coach a little while before he became a head coach, but um, the Vikings coming all the way back. I mean, I, I, I left for a little while.
1: I, I thought the game was over. Yeah, I thought it was over, too. I um, Halftime, I walked away. Uh, I forget what I went to do. Maybe cook something. But I came back, and it was like, alright, I'm going to sit down and watch a little bit more of this and just see where it goes. See, you know, if Detroit's able to put up some more points or, you know, see what they're able to do. And all of a sudden it was just like, one, after the other
0: this- they're explosive though the vikings offense cook um jefferson but but i mean look i i went to my daughter's basketball game 10 11 year old basketball for all the parents out there please stop screaming during a 10 11 year old basketball game uh he coaches relax a little bit. anyway anyway cat um i turned i came back in the car expecting you know i'm going to listen to the baltimore cleveland game now Minnesota was driving to win. Yeah. I couldn't believe it. Yeah. I, I I missed most of the half. It's
1: funny because, you know, being in locker rooms, you always hear, whether it's high school, college, pros, hey, look, they did that in the first half. We can turn around and do the same thing in the second half. Uh-huh. You always hear it. And you're side-eyeing the coach
0: like, <laughs> right. come on, bro. <laughs> you see the score? we got 36 in us, bro. <laughs> Man, I mean... Unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, unbelievable comeback. And then the Dolphins and Buffalo. That was a show. That's what two... This league, maybe may as fun as I remember it right now, Tua Tungvaluwa throwing to Tyreek Hill and Waddle. Oh, yeah. uh, you know, Allen up and down the field. That guy played some tough football. It's almost impossible, though, for defenders now because... Allen is a physical quarterback. Yes. He runs at people. Yes. But the defender doesn't know what to do. Right. Right? I think, I think there was a, there was a rough in a quarterback calling that game. There are so many. Allen should get a rough in a defender. Right.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Right. I mean. There there are so many decisions that have to be made when a guy like Allen's coming at you. mm -hmm. Because you've seen him lower his, you've seen him run towards the sidelines like he's going out of bounds. Stop. Plant his foot and run a cornerback over. How do you protect against that? I mean, you know, uh-huh. they're they're always trying to give the quarterbacks the benefit of the doubt, and you know, oh, we don't want to hurt these guys. But what are you supposed to do when these guys are putting a foot in the ground and turning back into your ass and he's two
0: hundred and sixty pounds? Yeah, it, we we complain about it. It's funny, right? Because there's it's almost like what's going on with the Bears right now. It's like. We'll complain about it, but you like we we do understand. Like we understand keeping Allen, Tua Tongo-Vailoa, Mahomes, right? Keep uh, uh, Justin Fields, Jalen Hurts, right? Like 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 Lamar Jackson being out for Baltimore as, as good as Hunt. I think the backup quarterback's name is Huntley. They're just not as watchable, right? Like Lamar Jackson is dynamic, so you understand what the league is doing. But Cat, in your in to your point, they're getting three to five extra yards because. If you if you go by the sideline and just turn it up real quick, no one's going to touch you. Right? They, they, they don't. They cannot. Yeah. You know. It's almost like there has to be a, like some rules put into place. Like, okay, once you' are close to the sideline, you're just you're down.
1: Yeah. There are, like you said, there are so many rules. Right? Now. We saw Fields get hit the head by Sue.
0: Yeah. That's, how come and Fields and won't get a call? Like it's crazy to me. I don't know, but but I'm saying, I mean, it's at a, least you finally a, complained. Yes, at least he finally yes, he told got, the refs. Man, and, he
1: got up and bitched about it. He yeah, was, he was. Uh, he,
0: he he's earned those calls. He's Justin Fields is a star now in the league. He's he's a star. But I get it too, though. Yeah. You know,
1: shoes running up behind him. Mm-hmm. He's trying to throw a punch to throw to get yep. the ball out. And you're talking about probably the most. Dynamic running quarterback right now. What was that is again? What was that again? Right. Again,
0: Come on. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Hey, Justin, that's that's enough, man. <laughs> hey, you stand. I mean, it, it, uh, even even though that it wasn't a touchdown. I mean, the next play they score. Montgomery walks in it, but. I mean, come on, man! I agreed with the broadcaster. You should have just gave it to him <laughs> on GP. That's a score, <laughs> right? That's, that's a, a score. score. That's come enough.
1: On, hey, it was only his big toe
0: out. I it's, think. They <laughs> I it. think. That, I think that's why the Eagles they let Montgomery walk in the end zone. They're like, "Hey, election, take the points." <laughs> that, that that was good enough,
1: dude. That that was amazing, man. I mean, to watch him get out of that situation, to unwrap, to unwrap himself, mm-hmm. and then. Make the moves that he made to get down the sideline.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's his, it's everything, right? It's his strength. It's that he's faster than everybody. He got moves. I mean, the guy like, it's like, like when I coach St. Mary's uh, football in Lake Forest in Little League, I had a guy, Leo Scheidler. You remember Leo? You helped me coach. Leo's at Notre Dame now, right? He was your guy's quarterback at Lake Forest. He was the best athlete on the field. Right. We gave him the ball. You know, and Leo would come to the side and I'd say, Coach Groots, what do you want to run? I say, oh, I don't know, Leo, what do you want to run? Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, but, but it's like what, you know, for a guy, Kat, and I don't mean to go on this, Justin Fields right. everybody's been doing it for a guy to look like that in the NFL. Yeah. Right. Against right. The, Eagles, the Eagles defense is good. They got a lot of guys out there. We've seen Hassan Riddick. He dominated the game. Right. We've seen all the, the guys they have on the field. Yeah. But for one play. Justin Fields made him look like nobody was out there.
1: Man amongst boys.
0: Yeah, it, it was something. But, um, you know, even the Chiefs beating Houston late in OT, that's how, that's how close this league is, right? Um, you know, go on and on. I mean, the, the Commanders and Giants game was good. The Titans and the Chargers game was good. The New, <laughs> the New Englander Raiders game, I know you said you haven't seen that play. You got to look at it. I don't know, man. It's crazy, right? Because uh, Josh McDaniels, is the, the Raiders coach. He loses to Jeff Saturday, and everyone gets on him about it. Right. Then he beats the greatest coach of all time. Somebody explain to me the NFL, right? And the greatest coach of all time's team is throwing a backwards 40-yard <laughs> lateral. <laughs> Challenge, Joe, I mean – uh and then uh, Mac Jones' attempt at a tackle—it was—I've never seen anything like that. So you, you got to check it out, Cam. But uh, what a weekend of football, man! Uh, what a weekend of sports. And now we're rolling the bowl season. Uh, it, that'll be fun for the college games. NFL is rolling. To, this is one of the best times of the year. And then I always think about it's that week after the Super Bowl, you're running through the channels, and only the Sony Open is on in Hawaii, hey, right? right. And, and like for me, Cam, that's like a double killer, right? Because I'm sitting on my couch is, I don't know, it's February, so it's probably 15, 20 degrees. My hometown is on TV. It's 80 degrees. It's on, there's only golf on. I don't know, man. Uh, I guess like that's when you dive into a good book, which is really not my style. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> hey, Olin, what'd you do today? Dive into a good book. Oh, hey,
1: you got to sit there. And, and see, I I don't have that that advantage. I don't have, when I... Sitting around in February, I can't think of warm places because I'm from Pittsburgh. And <laughs> right. It's like it's just as shitty there as it is here right now. And yeah, uh,
0: <laughs> I'm looking at it thinking, ooh, I wish I was there. I look at all my kids and I'm like, you guys have ruined my life. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you guys understand that. Uh, hey, Cat, um, just initial reactions uh, from the Eagles versus the Bears. Obviously, 25 to 20. The game was closer than we thought. We're talking about it on Friday, uh, we were texting during the game that I was ordering chicken wings for the Bears win. Uh, you know, maybe I was a little too positive. <laughs> I was hoping for a Bears win, but um, they didn't get it. But but I thought the defense performed pretty well. Uh, everyone I know wants to hear us. Talk about the offensive line and what we saw uh, from Alex Leatherwood, from Cody Whitehair, from Braxton Jones, from Sam Mustifer. Uh Tevin Jenkins goes down, gets injured. We hope he's all right. Um, just, you know, we'll start with the offense. Just kind of what you saw, uh, our offense versus a very good uh, Philadelphia defense.
1: Well, if we're going to start with the line, mm-hmm. um, you know, Leather came wo- – Leatherwood came in and what the second series mm-hmm. played two series. And then I don't think we saw them for the rest of the game. Yeah. And I think that about sums up his performance. Uh, he's a guy right now that they're going to have to give help anytime he's on the field. And he just, in my opinion, he just looks like he's playing soft right now, mm-hmm. you know, for what he's anticipated to be what we want him to be, I just need to see him be more aggressive. And I'm not sure if it's just because he's not sure of exactly what he's supposed to be doing at times. Mm-hmm. Because you look back at like um, the the one sack where they had um, Riddick on Komet and they slid everything away from him. And I was wondering was... Leatherwood supposed to slide down to the guard and then hinge back out squeeze area yeah Yeah. to help the tight end and you know he he, there there seemed like a lot of time that he spent with the guard that he didn't need to spend with the guard Mm -hmm. knowing Komet was going to be out there one on one with Riddick
0: yeah it's it's funny on a turn protection I, I always see Dan Orlowski's tweet stop using tight ends to block defensive ends right and I always want to tweet back to Dan and I don't because he's an ESPN expert, I guess. But anyway, I always want to tweet back. The quarterback has to know when a tight end's one on one with a running. Now, like you're saying, Kat, the hell's probably, probably supposed to get there late. I got to watch that specific play closer because the guard has to take over to the detackle that. Right. So I don't know right. if they did. Yes. Right. So maybe he, so I got to look at that. And I think, I think, uh, Komet got beat outside which leaves a tackle. So anyway, I, I, I the whole, but but like you're saying, even then, you want to see him looking back there. Right. Like he understands that he's got to get help. I, I, you know, we'll start with Leatherwood. I I, I, I want to dive into this a little bit with you. As you know, here, you know, um, at my gym, we train linemen, right? And we're always trying to, uh, you coach high school linemen. I helped coach uh, Jason McKee's team this year, his high school linemen. Um, always trying to develop football players. We said a couple weeks ago on this podcast, if you want to see what Leatherwood is right now, go turn the Raiders film on. Right. He hasn't developed at all. Right. He had mono. So he hasn't trained. He got here late. Right. So the only development he has is I'm going to throw him out there and see what he is. My argument to Ryan Pose and the coaching staff would be, you already know what he is. Why throw him out there? Right. right? Like if you didn't give him time to develop, like, here's my thing, Cap. Let me interested in what you think about this. What, my question to pose would be, what did you change? What did Leatherwood change before, since he walked in the building? By that I mean, have you tested his squat? Have you tested his bench? Have you tested his foot speed? They have all these things now, right? They jump, they test all, they have all these metrics, Cap. Right. What did you try to get him better at? Before you put him on the field, probably nothing. Okay, so probably nothing, So, right. development-wise, you came from a defensive tackle to offensive line to Keith Van Horn. Development-wise, what would you want them to do with Leatherwood before they put him on the field? I, I thought, I thought. Now, listen, me and you were being nice last week. We try to be nice on this podcast. Everyone said he did fine in ten plays. I thought he did horrible. I thought he looked deliberate in his steps. I thought he got beat around the corner by the Packers guy. Justin Fields got out of it. You could just tell by that film that he shouldn't be out there. Now, if you put him out there, we talked about Braxton Jones. If you put him out there, who are you helping? Because they help Braxton on every play. right? So they're not going to help Leatherwood. Well, I'm sitting in coaches meeting saying, that's a sack. Yes,
1: if you're not going to help Leatherwood, you're right. That is that is a sack. Um, I I agree with the statement about him looking very deliberate. Um,
0: like he like, and and I don't want to overstep my boundaries here, but but I did ask Duke Duke Manny whether everybody can look him up on Twitter. He runs online masterminds. He trains um, Leatherwood. He said he's a perfectionist. He's always trying to be perfect. It looks like that.
1: Okay, yes. Right? And, and, and when you say he's being deliberate, to me, it looks slow and mm-hmm. weak. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like he, and, and I and I understand the deliberate as far as, okay, I'm thinking through every step. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right, yeah. yes,
0: yeah. 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 Right,
1: right and I and I totally agree. You know, even if we go back to the prior week when he only had the 10 plays, we talked about the the play where him and Tevin got together and Tevin drove a guy off the ball and he just kind of went along for the ride. Mm-hmm. Very deliberate. Very.
0: Yes. Yes. Very deliberate. It, it is As the, like me and you are like not like we were the greatest, but we played a long time. So we can say this. I'm gonna get him blocked, right? Like, man, I look great. <laughs> I'm gonna fly at this guy. Hey, Olin, what? what hey, cat, what footwear was that? Hell if I know. Hell of I know. I just mm-hmm. threw my hand. I had to block that some bitch.
1: Hey, I got my head across. Yes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I got a shoulder into him, and we moved it.
0: So, so, so you, so you you see, like that? Th- I don't blame Leather One. I, I mean, look, I don't blame. I just, I just want to know. And, and people can go back and check our our last three or four podcasts. We've just wanted to know what's the plan. How, how how could you have made him better? Right. What did you improve? Now I understand. I I'm all for get him on the field. Get him on the field and see what he is. Okay. You already have a year of that. He's already been on the field. You've already seen him out there. You know what he struggles with. Right. You can't see him. You couldn't see. In those ten plays against Green Bay, you couldn't see he was the exact same player. I could. I mean, I hate to say that, Cat. I, I, if, and Coach Morgan might have. He might have went up there, and but I would have went up to pose and been like, "Nah, man." Well, and I think, if I'm not mistaken, I heard this morning that Riley Reef might have had an ankle injury. That's why he came in. Okay. Leatherwood did. So I don't know what the original plan for Leatherwood was. Right. But Barham's the whole Borum situation. I think he has an injury. Is, is it's fascinating to me, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, Borum obviously is better than Leatherwood. There's no way Leatherwood looks better than him in practice. So Borum must just be injured. Right. He must not be playing at all. Um, anyway, Cat, anything else on a on Leatherwood situation? Like, I just, I, I kind of feel bad for him. I feel like he got thrown out there. You know, I mean, you can't feel bad for a guy in the NFL, but I was, I was yeah. getting
1: ready to say, you know, it, for as much as I feel bad for the guy, for the situation that he's in,
0: you know, you're talking about a, a, a early round draft pick. Right. You know what I mean? And But like you know, once you show up, all that means nothing. You know? <laughs> right, but you have certain expectations on you. Yeah, but that's and, why he's here. Right. He got right. cut by and, the team that drafted him.
1: And every offensive line coach that you know, that I know, always feels like if you have the size they can fix whatever's wrong. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. But sometimes the problems are bigger than just mm-hmm. you know step here, get your head there.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like you're saying, like you you, you watch that turn protection way different than I watch because you you've run it at right tackle. Right. So so you so you notice the little things he's not doing. Yeah. 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 I see what you're saying. And, and yeah. see, for me on that turn protection,
1: yes met got beat outside, but that's where he's supposed to get beat. I want if I'm going to help backside, right? I want the tight end to push him as wide as he can. Yeah, I'll help the guard. And when I turn, I'm turning coming straight back up the field. I'm not going back out towards where the like tight end was. Yeah. I'm going straight back. I'm going to get in between where that linebackers or where that ends coming from and where the quarterback is. Mm-hmm. And I should be on Komet's upside shoulder by the time I get there.
0: Yeah, and, and if he doesn't do that, you're like, eh, he's right. not doing, yeah. yeah. I see what you're saying, man. And then um, Cody Whitehair, he had a rough game. Now, um, Hargrove, Hargrave? Hargrave, who got him with that forklift on Cody's left hand. It was funny, Kat, I wanted to tell you this because I went back. It was funny when... when they got beat on that game. I thought to myself, "Gosh, I've seen that." Like 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 I remember seeing that and it worried me a little bit. Like it didn't affect the play a, a week ago or 2 weeks ago they had a bye. So I went back and I found it. It was on um EQ's long catch against Green Bay. Remember he ran past Jerry Alexander? Yeah. The and Packers ran the- Yes, the yeah. Packers ran a TE. Right. Yes. But they got away with it. Right. Okay? Um Late in the game, on a two-minute drill, I think it's Reed number ninety for the Packers hits Cody late with a forklift, and 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 like you know, in NFL, you have to predict where your problems are going to come from. That T.E. Cody and Braxton should have been like man. We got to work on this. We got to work on this. We got the quarterback hit on a TE. We're going to see. So for the listener, a TE is a tackle and stunt means so there's two kinds of stunts out there. Tackle and the tackle goes first. The end comes under and tackle. The end goes first. The tackle comes uh, around like he has contained. Um, they ran that TE and then late they ran ET. Uh, two things on that. And, and I'm going really sure with a tackle's point of view. First of all, on the first one, I thought was they were all right. I don't know much about Cody's right leg because remember he had that MCL. Yeah, I don't know how much is it's that again. Someone in that building has to check on that, right? Right, because it looked like it went dead on him when he was trying to power step across the flat to flatten him. Yes, and I got beat him anyway. Um Then he got beat by the. He, he didn't have a good game, right? It looks like he's out of his legs to me. I, I call it out of your legs whenever I look. And you're not in your hips and you're not moving your feet with that Z in your knees. You know, you're not an O-line. It's hard on, on. on I don't want to get crazy on a podcast. Too O-liney, I don't want to get, but, um, you know, we don't want to bore the listener. But um, again, it goes back to uh, like with Leatherwood, like, okay, like Cody is trying to play bad. What has he lost? Right. Right now, Cody's got to do a lot of work himself. He's got to get better too. Hans got to get better. Braxton's got to be quicker on the game. I'm gonna let you talk about the tackle, it's not my my expertise, but uh, they showed out there. Yes, they showed out there, and it was that we talked about in this podcast want to see Braxton by himself sometimes. Now, you're gonna get games. Why? Because if you get chipped every time, the engine's gonna start I'm coming, I'm under.
1: I'm coming under. Um, Braxton has to be more physical at the points. Um, When they are running the ET stunt, where the end's coming in first, his job is to flatten that end so that he can't pick the guard. Right. And that's one thing that he's not getting done. He's not able to take that end and push him across the guard's face as opposed to letting that end pick that shoulder, and then be able to bounce straight up the field. Right. Um, On the other hand, when they're running the TE stunts, he's getting too far up the field at times and getting picked by the tackle that Cody's having trouble pushing past him. Mm -hmm. You know, so they both kind of have the same issue as far as not being able to flatten that penetrator out, whoever it is, whether it's the defensive tackle or the defensive end,
0: and keep him off of the other guy. Just a little tip for Lyman. Every time I had a game where I, was, I got beat by something over and over and over and over again, it was coming. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. Like yeah. So my only disappointment is it came after a bye week.
1: And you weren't ready for
0: it. Yeah, you should have been self-scouting. Right. Right, You should have been looking at your film, studying that stuff. I mean, you know, we had two false starts, right? They, they lined up wrong. I think they was some kind of call on kickoff return, yeah. right? Uh, they had too many guys on the field on a field goal. Uh, some of that, some of that I think is the, you understand why everyone feels like they're moving in the right direction. But somebody has the kumbaya attitude they got at Hallis Hall right now when you hear them do Interviews and stuff. Like, guys, like, yeah, I mean, everything looks good. Like, Justin Fields is saving all your guys' jobs, but that doesn't mean you guys are all doing a good job. Right. right? You know what I mean? Right. Like, 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 before you guys all pat yourself on the back, let's remember Ryan Pace drafted Justin Fields. Like, like, you guys still have to get the team ready. Like, we could separate the two that Justin Fields looks like he can be a franchise quarterback, and you guys are still jumping off sides, not lining up for kickoff. Like that—that that is on coach flues, right? right? Like, like the two things can be the, two things can be true,
1: and and those were the things early in the season that they talked about cleaning up, right? You know, those those were the things that they had talked about. You know, well, this is the 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 mentality that we're going to bring in. We're not going to do the little stupid stuff, and right. you know, part of the culture, yes, part of the culture, but. Yeah, now it's starting to rear its ugly head. And, you know, part of it's because of injuries. Part of it's because guys are getting opportunities that, you know, they wouldn't normally have had. Right. You know, you've got guys on the field that are playing more now because of, you know, whether it be Mooney being hurt. You know, guys are injured, and
0: guys seem to be going down every week. Gosh, they're throwing to Webster, Yeah. right? (laughs) EQ went down, I mean... I I didn't, like like we talked about last week on the podcast, it it was the fear, right, of can we properly evaluate Justin Fields? Because right now, every time, say like on that fourth and two, I think they ran that sprint and he threw a bad ball. Um, I know it's going to happen, but it's almost like, gosh, he's throwing a pettis. Like, so I don't know. Right. Is it the chicken or the egg? I, I don't know. Like we, uh, I, I tweeted out during the game. Cat, uh, AJ Brown caught that ball over his shoulder with Jalen Johnson uh, all over him. Jalen, I mean, pretty good coverage yet. Yes, yeah. I said we need one of those, right? We need we, yeah. we need right. one of those, right? right? So right. Hey, you know, Moody's out, uh, uh, Claypool's out. Uh, you know, down they're down to a practice squad wide receiver out there. So, um, you know, I don't know if anything else watching the offense. I mean, um, we, you know. Tevin Jenkins, one of the best abilities is availability. Look, um, it looked like to me, I'm no doctor. It looked like to me, sweat hit him pretty hard. Like he pulled and sweat hit him hard. So um, I'm going to go out on a limb here and say it's December. It's the second week in December for the Chicago Bears. If you're going to be the guy. Like that's what the game's like, man. Right. You know what I mean? Like, right. we all hope Tevin's healthy. We all hope he didn't get a serious injury. Um, but now that's his back, that's his hip. He was out, and now now he's got a neck injury, which is always scary, right? When you ever see someone go out on a cart, that's scary, right? But if I am Ryan Poles, this is the brutal part of the NFL business. If I am Ryan Poles, I wrote down in my notebook, cat, I hope Tevin's okay that's the humanity side of me. Right under it I wrote I can't count on him. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Too too many little things pop up and, and not to say little things is a, is is the wrong phrase.
0: Well, we're, no. we're we're trying listen for the listener. We're trying to be nice here. Right? <laughs> we are. We're trying to but but the thing is not nice, but but we're we're both dads. We have kids. I mean, look I, yeah. you know, my son got hurt on a football field, I, you know, gosh. I was scared. Right. Right. Um, But we're giving you the NFL point of view. Yeah. The NFL point of view is, Cat, I can't count on this guy right now. Yeah. You can't make the team from the hot tub. No. Right. No. Best ability is availability. Yes. Are you there every time? And then, Tevin Jenkins' whole game is his nastiness. I can't pull you on counter, you get blown up. And I tell people you're nasty. Right. Right? I can't pull you on counter- someone hits you, take you out of the game. And then, and then I count on you to be my nasty guy, right? That, that, when you we're talking about what, what is said quietly behind closed doors, right? Like, because cap, that's what me and you can give the listener, yeah. you know, you, you, you can turn it, you can turn every, every other station on today and you're going to hear the empathy for Tevin Jenkins. And we got it. me and you, I deal with, I deal with injuries. You deal with injuries. We won't talk about them. Uh, we know what the game is, no doubt. The game is pain, right? Like, like I always say, uh, oxymoron, right? Like, I want to, I want to be healthy, but I'm playing NFL. I get the wrong business, right? You can't You're, do both. Can't do <laughs> You're both. Not gonna do both, right? So, in my mind, I have to project. If I'm the GM, I have to project playoffs, a playoff run, right? I got to project that. So, what I saw that worries me at Soldier Field on on Sundays, two things. I saw my guard, my 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 powerful guard, who is nasty, who gets after people, went healthy. I saw him get taken out after a pull, and it looked like a just a hit took him yes. out. And then I saw my quarterback cramp up, right. So like, if my quarterback cramps up in the middle of a game where I'm making a playoff run, I got a problem. Yes. Right. So now I have to go downstairs and talk to my strength staff. Like I got to talk to my nutrition staff because the first thing I think when I watch Devin Jenkins is. He's, he's got to train his body to absorb punishment. Right.
1: Right. Yes. You've got to be able to absorb it. You've got to be able to dish it out. You've got to be able to, yeah, as, as a lineman, you have to be able to do it all mm-hmm. and not complain about it. Yep. You know, like you said, being able to be on the field because the nicks are going to come. The bumps, the bruises, the scratches, the it's all coming. Mm-hmm. It's all part of that
0: job. You're, you're, you're Big Cat Williams. Okay. You're behind, you're, you're the online expert at Hallis Hall. They hired you. Pose can't kind of, Ian am kind of call you in. Doors closed. No one else can hear you. Don't say it on the podcast, but just kind of a, a thought process, Cat, of what do you think about Tevin Jenkins? We saw the film. I saw the film. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I- I don't know if I can depend on it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's the first thing that comes up that's going to come out of my mouth is I'm not sure if I can depend on it. I like what he does when he's healthy and when he's playing well. Man, I love what he's able yep. to do. But if we get into a situation where. I need him on the field, mm-hmm. and he's not showing up, or or he has a bad day at practice, and I'm not sure how he's going to come back from that bad day. Mm-hmm. You know that that's that's one of the thing about you know you always hear people talk about oh if you're if you're a cornerback or a quarterback you have a you have to have that short memory, an offensive lineman you have to have that short memory too. Yeah, you know what I mean. You have to be able to because you're going to get beat sometimes. Yep. But how bad does <laughs> a lot. It, how bad does it get you get blown after you, up too? What's what's your mentality after you get beat? And am, am, am I going are you the guy that's gonna go after this guy and not let him beat you again? Mm-hmm. Or are you the guy that's gonna sit back and Oh, he just beat me. Now I gotta watch for this, this,
0: this, and this and yeah. overthink everything. Yeah, I, I think I think when they when they write up the sheet in this offseason I think one of my one of my most critical things I have to do at, at Hallis Hall is I, I have to develop Tevin Jenkins into the guy that I need him to be. I, at least I got to try to help him. You know, what is his biggest problem right now? It is injury and it's absorbing force. It's getting hit when he, when he gets hit instead of delivers the hit, it seems to be a problem. Right? So anyway, um, but what if you find out it's more than that? What if you find out well, I think it's more kinda, I, mental know, than anything? Yeah, else? I don't, I don't want to. We, we went down that rabbit hole with Tevin in the off season, right? So I, you know, like I, 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 look, trying to be as nice as we can here, right? Like I think everybody knows now we're all watching, right? I hope he gets it right. I think he's an amazing talent. I think get, I think the guy can play football. I hope he gets it right. That's all I'm going to say. Um, here's my other question for you about him. Is that why they should move in a tackle? Because you, like you know, tackle is a different position than guard. It's different inside. It's different inside. Inside is a lot yeah. of hitting. It's, it's, it's a, a lot lo- different. Yeah, it's on than you. It's, it's on you. All of a sudden, yeah, right. Because out there, you can be a little more an athlete. Cover guys up. You do know, You know, like like he pulled. Like the guard on counter has to pull and kick the hand. Yeah, that's a collision, man. Right. Yeah. Like like the tackles don't do that. Those kind of collisions. No. Like I can see Tevin pulling on crack, like, like Braxton does.
1: Getting out there, yeah. finding a corner of safety. Yes. Uh,
0: yeah. I would, would, yeah. I guess my question for you is, would tackle keep him a little more healthy? Possibly. Yeah.
1: Poss- possibly. Because like you said, and one, and one thing about tackle, uh, 90% of the time, this guy here to my right, that's lined up three yards off the ball is my guy. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I, I, I've got to keep my eyes open for other things that could possibly be going on. But 90% of the time, I know who I've got. By his alignment, I can tell you what he's going to do, where he's going to go, you know, things like that. So there's a there's a little less deciphering that goes on at tackle mm-hmm. as compared to the three guys inside.
0: Yeah, and, and I think the. I used to tell people like tackle is length athletes out there. Um, it's a basketball game out there. A lot of times, yes. right? Um, it's it's hard. It's it's harder for some guys. Some guys are built for it. Some guys aren't. Right. Right. So, um, I don't know. I, I was just thinking about that because it's like you know, if That's a guy a has time. a problem absorbing force. Well, it's a little easier to absorb a guy 260 than it's to absorb a guy 350. Yes. Right? So right. Uh, the reach block, the cutoff blocks, the pools, uh, pass pro in space, I just kind of think about um, how how can I get the most out of this guy I drafted number 39 in, in the draft because uh, right now I, I can't seem to keep him on the field. You know what I mean? But right. as far as this offensive line goes, I, I guess my final thought is um, they got to keep developing guys. They got to keep adding guys to the mix. They gotta add competition. I'm expecting Cap to see one or one high draft pick, a couple of free agents. You're ex- you're expecting this group to have a different group in that room. Like like the D line and the O line are the two things. Yes. That I think I think Pose knows, Cunningham knows, they have to go. They have to fix. You gotta fix and fill. Yeah.
1: You've got you you've got to fix and fill, yeah. Cause Yeah, you need parts on both sides of that line. Mm -hmm. And you're not going to be able to get either one of those lines done, I don't think, strictly by draft or strictly by free agency. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: You know, you brought up the other day as far as how many guys we have, they have on this roster now that have been here for a while and how many starts they have. You know, you need some homegrown talent in here that's big time. From the
0: bottom up. Yeah. But, that takes time. It does. It does. But um, both the general manager and the assistant general manager. Remember where Ian Cunningham came from. He came from Philadelphia. Right. So I'm not telling him anything he doesn't know. Right. He knows. He saw Jason Kelsey. He saw Lane Johnson. He saw them help these guys. He saw Jason Peters help Lane Johnson develop. Help Lane Johnson help Maliata develop. He he knows Jason Kelsey is now. Help. You know they drafted the Cap in the second round, a center with the best center in the league right tells you what they think about the line of scrimmage right so uh, Ian Cunningham uh, Ryan Pose they know they they, they can you know uh, when they won the Super Bowl Fisher was in Er, Fisher was the left tackle he was in about his 12th year I think so they had older guys on the team Mitch Schwartz Schwartz was their right tackle they know they know they got to develop that position
1: I would love to sit down and have a beer with those guys I'm sure, I'm sure,
0: listen, I'm sure they would love to have a beer with you. They would. uh, No, No, they would. Former lineman, you know what (laughs) I mean? They they wouldn't mind. A couple beers, a couple shots. Yeah. And what did this,
1: once you finally got here and you got to open the cupboard? Yeah. What did it really look like to you?
0: Yeah. And you know, like, and you know me better than anybody. After about six beers, I'll be like, hey, Post, take another Vilas Jones over the right tackle from Seattle. (laughs) Me and you. (laughs) You know? And, And Ryan was in a room with me, so he'd be like, okay, Olin, like, they get it. Like, you're too old now. Hey, listen. I got one more good one right. left. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> hey, ho- hope he doesn't take me up on it. You know what I mean? I hope he doesn't take me up. Uh, but anyway, Cat, I mean, um, you know, as far as the rest of the offensive performance, I mean, again, they, they run the ball effectively. And they just, you know, you know, when you watch that all the teams we mentioned, right, Miami gets the ball on Waddle's hand, and it's like he's got another gear and he's gone. Right? You watch Diggs run routes. You watch, I mean, we just, we don't have, we don't have those guys, right? So when, when, I mean, really, when you watch Hurts, he was basically throwing goal routes, right? He wasn't, wasn't doing, he was throwing goal, goal routes to Brown and Devontae Smith. Yeah. Like, that's what he was doing. Um, give Fields two guys like that. Give him Elaine Johnson. I mean, I can see the argument, right? I just, I just don't know. I don't know yet. Uh, Real quick, uh, defensively, Cat, I was impressed. We talked about on this podcast, it can to secondary hold up. Now I'm sure the 20 degrees helped. Right. Soldier Field slows everybody down, right? Yes, uh, but, you know, with Eddie Jackson out, you know, as Jalen Johnson, Brisker's back, Brisker again, uh, showing that he's the best pass rusher on the team, <laughs> I think. Uh, although the D line was a little more active, a little more active. I'd, I'd like to see them, Cat, you're a defense alignment. When you get, when you get covered up close to the quarterback shove him into the quarterback right. yes. and anyway uh, what, what do you think about the defense cat that, they, that you watched I,
1: I think that you, you see the same problems rearing their ugly head in order to get pressure they have to blitz in order to blitz they're taking those good secondary players that they do have and bringing them up close to the line of scrimmage and putting them in bad situations as far as coverage. Um, you know, you're, you're, you're not able to get to the quarterback right now. So you have to make things up. Mm-hmm. And with making things up, unfortunately, you're going to have points in times when you get gashed. Right. You know, you look at the draw play that Philadelphia ran when I think it was Brisker shot the A gap. And you also had the defensive tackle.
0: Was it Pinell? Yeah.
1: Pinell yeah, yeah. yeah. He went to the who same had a A-gap. Decent, Who had a
0: pretty good game, I thought. Yeah. yeah. But, you know,
1: somebody's got to be in one A gap. Yeah. Somebody's got to be in the other A gap. Yeah. Not to say that that score wouldn't have, not to say that that play wouldn't have scored anyway if right. Brisker was in the other A gap. But yeah. with having to do things like that, you open up lanes if guys are not fully disciplined.
0: Yeah, it, it just, uh, um, they looked not bad, I thought. You yeah, know, like, no. and it's, it's funny because our expectations are so watered down now, right? You just, yeah, well, I mean, yeah, yeah you know, like when, um, Brown caught the ball, I was like, well, I mean, he was going to beat you eventually if you kept on one on one all day.
1: I thought you could tell the difference that Brisker, Gordon, you know, the difference that they make when they're out there on the field. Jalon Johnson, I thought he fought. Yeah. I thought he fought. You know, until the point, you know, where when he ended up coming out of the game, and I think they said it was for his ribs, you know, I thought he fought. I thought he was up for taking on the challenge of Brown, and, you know, he did a good job. For that situation, yeah. I mean, when you're talking about a team that really He's doesn't good have a lot of now. pass
0: rush, that guy's good cornerback. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah. it looked like they did a good job. It looked like Iberfluz's um, famili- familiarity and and Allen Williams, because that's where Soriani's is from, right? Yeah. Sorianni is from Indianapolis. It looked like that helped. Yeah. It looked like they confused Hertz a little bit, right? they confused him. Uh, they were playing zone. We talked about. How would they attack them in a the podcast, right? Me and you were like, I was like, I'd all blitz them. Right. And then you were like, well, you probably got to go back and forth. It looks like they went back and forth. Yes. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And it, and it looked at times like the Philadelphia offensive line was not ready for some of the stunts yeah. and different things that they were throwing at them, which kind of
0: shocked me too. Yeah. I think that, that, uh, Jalen Jones, number 31 for the Bears has been, he's been not bad either, man. I mean, he shows up, makes some plays, uh, secondary, well, you know, like we talk about, right? If if you infuse a position with good young talent, yes, they start to compete, right? Like so, uh, having all those guys on the field, and obviously, uh, the defense of a line, that linebackers, they Nicholas Morrow played pretty good, but they need some good young talent. Yeah. They need some early picks, some good free agents, right? So, uh, too bad Sanborn got hurt. Thought he was playing well. Uh, hopefully. His injury is not bad either, but um, Bears has got a lot of injuries right now, man. Uh, defensively, uh, I, I didn't think it was terrible. You know, I, I don't know um, what, what I didn't, like, it's, it's hard right now, because it's funny because um, as football players, I hear this argument going on a lot now. Uh, as football players, like, you're taught, like, you're going to try to win like, you got to win. Learn how to win. You got to win every game. You got to fight. Like, winning's important. Like, I got to win. Like, we're here to win. The, we're here to win the fucking game, man. We're not here. Like, I am not... The guys on the field right now are not worried about next year. Like, they're worried about their job and winning the game. Um, that doesn't mean that as ex-football players, we don't see the other side of the story. Like, we know... We know, like right now, the Bears are slotted as a number two pick in the whole NFL draft. Good thing for Chicago Bears, um, they got two pretty good damn D linemen that high up front. Yeah. Obviously, that doesn't help our offensive line again, right, everybody? So I always say in, in 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 Chicago, it's a rite of passage for the media. Cheer for them to draft all the other positions, and then complain about the O line, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> right? 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 Uh, um, I mean, I remember just saying this year, like, man, I, I think they should try and turn on Armstead. What? Why? Well, I mean, he's pretty good left tackle. Right. I don't, <laughs> he's never played 16 you I'll need one. Hey, I'll, I'll take him for 13 <laughs> games. Right. So I don't, you know what I mean? Like, come on, guys. Uh, uh, but, um, you know, the Buffalo Bills and, and, well, well, maybe we'll go over that. Maybe we won't. Everybody might be on, on vacation. But, um, I don't know, Cat. anything else from that game that, that you watched? Anything else from this week that, uh, when you watch the Bears, when you're, when, when you're looking at them, you're just thinking like, Man, like, what would Fields be like with a Brown, with a Devontae Smith? You know, what What would it look like? Like, you're just trying to project it, right? Because we did end the game with less than 100 yards passing. And, you know, uh, again, is it the chicken or the egg? I don't, I yeah. don't know. And, I mean, how
1: many? How, how often are you going to have situations where your quarterback runs for almost more yards than he throws for in a game? Right. You know what I mean? When but,
0: and you see Hurts. I think it was Gibson tackled him, landing on that right shoulder. Yeah, now that's how fast it is when right. when when you're running and moving your quarterback that much. And then they went to that. They did. We thought we asked. We talked about what did they really change on offense? They added the quarterback sweeps. Yeah, they went to them, but Philadelphia is ready for them. Right, right. And then then
1: for me, it's like you watch like the Baltimore game, like you were talking about. And what's what's the kid's name? That's the backup. Huntley, I think Huntley. Let I me mean, look. And there's still a big drop-off, well, huge. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you know, the the ability to get yes the same type of quarterback that can do the same type of things, but he's not going to be on Fields' level. No. You know he's not going to be able to do the same exact things that Fields does. So.
0: I, I'll be honest. Is, is there a quarterback in the league? Right, right. Man, that guy is something, man. Yeah, but I mean, I mean. Baltimore what, what, scores what three you, points. Yeah, yeah, you're right. What yeah. do
1: you, what do you do? And I mean, he's Tyler, basically the Tyler same type of
0: quarterback. Type, same type of quarterback. Yeah, and, and look, they, they score three points. Um, they ran the ball 28 times for 200 yards, 198 yards, but the tight end led them in receiving, right? So, um, you know, Deshaun Jackson, zero catchers, right? Uh Mark Andrews three for thirty-one. So Yeah, I mean it's just um there's a lot of examples around the league. Uh, you know, Allen them, you know, they got diggs, right? We got uh um the Eagles training for Brown. So is it is it more important in this offense to have an elite number one wide receiver or an elite offensive line? In this offense? In, in, a J, in a Justin Field style. What what we think he's going to have to do? I'd be. say wide receiver. Yeah, I'm with you. I hate to say it. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I, it hurts me. Right. And it hurt just the same, man. <laughs> I run the ball,
1: but I'd I don't give a shit. I'd have to say wide receiver. Man. Yeah.
0: Well, that's why these guys are, are trading two ones and a three and giving them 30, 40 million a year because, you know, it's just, it's just like, like a number one wide receiver is like a number one left tackle. These guys don't grow on trees, man. Right. There's not a lot of these guys right. in the world that 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 are like, you know, I'm always open. Like like Jalen Johnson, I think everybody will say, is developing into one of the best cover corners in the NFL. Right. He's very, very good at competes. Yeah. You'd see he has got that um he's got that mentality where like you talked about with the offensive line are you going to keep fighting? Jalen Johnson. Yes. When you watch him play, you know, Brisker seems to be one of those guys. Brisker's another one. I I start to worry about him. He's kind of nicked up a lot. You know what I mean? I start to worry about, but anyway, that's his style. So he has to learn uh, with how physical he is, like Tevin. You got to learn a little bit. It's a give and take, Right. right? Like being physical in the NFL, I always tell people, being physical and being a tough guy in the NFL is different. It's a different beast now. Being that guy, I used to always tell guys in week one, like, go ahead, be tough in week one. I right. see you week sixteen. 16. Hey. Hey, week sixteen, right. when I'm hunting, you yeah, fire. When I'm hunting you on every play in week sixteen, right. we, we'll find up. But cat, uh, I'm with you. But uh, you know, I, I don't. I haven't looked at the draft. Uh, you know, we got to get the draft experts on. You have the number two pick. I don't know if there's a, is, if there's a number one receiver, I don't know if there's a receiver worth taking that high, right? So, uh, or is there a guy, you, when you look through like, a, a Jerry Judy for the Broncos, like, do they want to trade him, right? Does these teams are seem to be trading these wide receivers before, um, like the Packers give a Devontae Adams, like, what the hell are you doing? Right. right? Like, right. uh, uh I, you know, obviously you have Mahomes, you can give up Tyreek Hill, but, um, you know, I like digs, you know, Vikings, man, give Spielman credit right trade digs get justin jefferson Jefferson. man right
1: (laughs) right but see now now it's gonna all come back to you know you gave up a second round pick for claypool you know and which could have been a very i mean right outside the first round second Mm -hmm. round pick now you 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 can see like claypool mooney one more guy you can see like I, I don't yeah, know. But that, that, that other guy is going to have to be a dog. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's going to have to be right. a
0: dog. You're right. Um, I, I still think a center is bigger than a wide receiver. <laughs> 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 what does that team need? A center. <laughs> what does Justin need? <laughs> hey, hey, um, Justin could make those runs with any. You know, you know what I mean? That guy, that guy. Come on, man. Hey, man. Come on, it's man. It's amazing.
1: He's, he's must watch TV. He right now. is. He, he is, really man. is, man.
0: Uh, anyway, man, uh, this is the No Name Football Podcast. Uh, J Mac is on, he's, he's, he's on the shelf again. Elf in the shelf. Uh, <laughs> uh that's James Big Cat Williams. I'm Olin Cruz. We'll be back, hopefully. We'll try to figure out how to do a podcast, uh, not in the same room. We're not very technical, so don't trust us. (laughs) Uh, Bears, Bills, we'll cover them next time. Hey guys, it's Olin Kruitz, and I want to tell you about Tequila Embajador, the official tequila of the No Name Podcast. Whether it's celebrating a big win or just kicking back after work, adding Tequila Embajador takes every gathering to the next level. The care, quality, and patience put into each and every bottle of Tequila Embajador can be tasted from the first sip to the last. And it's why we're honored to call them our teammates. Go to their website. Embajador com and use the code kick off 10 and receive your discount on your next purchase of tequila Embajador, the official tequila of the no name podcast. Well, that does it for our show today on the no name football podcast. We thank all of our listeners for listening and supporting us on all the social media platforms. Make sure you download our podcast. We're on all the platforms, Spotify, iTunes, Whatever your choice is, make sure you download it. Make sure you tell your friends and family. Give us a rating if you like. Hopefully, it's a five-star rating, but if not, give us a rating anyway. Uh, we liked your uh, feedback and criticism, that uh, things we can improve on upon our show. But before we go, as usual...
1: Man, I want to suit up right now. In the words of the great Mike
0: Brown, you guys keep making plays in life, and we'll keep making these great podcasts for you. We're out, and we'll see you next time, Chicago. Take care. God bless. Mahalo.